0: what's going on everybody we are back for another episode of the abj podcast episode 67 with the menace from mars rocket very excited for that one we he will be joining us here in in a moment but i want to just get some housekeeping out of the way everyone thank you so much uh this has been a crazy journey i'm sorry i have been absent and not recording as much as i have been um as you can tell new setup i'm in my new location um it is it is quite uh a journey it's been but we're not quite over. yeah, so just stick with me. It's gonna. There might. It might slow down a little bit here on the ABJ podcast because it's just uh, trying to find you know that balance in life again. Um, I, I am gonna start bringing the vlog back and let you guys in on a little bit of that. That's coming very soon. I'm hoping to bring some video game streams back. Start doing the not cool in high school, the horror, the beer reviews, all that's still in the plans. But just life kind of threw me a, a little 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 curveball but uh if you guys can links below to join the patreon as well as support the podcast by so- following on all social media as well as merchandise grab some t-shirts some maybe j t-shirts there's hats there's a whole bunch of stuff there there's two different merch pages there's a lot of selections colors anything you want it's all there um great logos by haley stokes chris collins uh, logos by hunter kai check them all out they're all very talented intro music by billy trey the converse kid his links are there and links for my guests will be below as well and uh, um and our sponsor uh, svw suplex vintage wrestling guys it has finally happened a whole store fully dedicated to vintage wrestling they said it could never be done but i've seen it with my own eyes suplex vintage wrestling is a store curated by wrestling fans for wrestling fans located on 5th street in uh, philadelphia pennsylvania just one block south of south street in the heart of queen village their shop features the largest collection of vintage wrestling apparel under one roof and their selection includes classic designs featuring your favorite wrestlers from the golden age attitude era internationals indies and more and if you're tired of watching premium live events at home then svw hosts the best watch party since your friend kyle's 12th birthday party uh and if shirts and watch parties are not your thing let's not forget their large selection of figures replica belts trading cards and their t-shirts and hats of rare wrestling memorabilia they have something for every wrestling enthusiast out there so what are you waiting for check them out on instagram at suplex.svw on their website, suplex.svw.com and let them satisfy your um, nostalgia needs. Um, that's going to do it there for the ad reads and sponsors. Make sure you check out the links below, like I said, to, to follow everything and, 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 and support. Um, housekeeping out of the way, that was fun uh everyone in the chat if you are hanging out if you're listening to watching this live or if you're listening back on audio platforms make sure you hit those five star reviews uh make sure you also say that you um you know share and like that helps out a lot we the youtube side of things so i think youtube is changing up their format to become affiliated they're going from a thousand followers to 500. So check, we got that done, but you need 3000 watched hours. We're just under two. So the more you watch on YouTube, watch previous episodes, you're helping me become monetized. So make YouTube pay for me <laughs> so you don't have to, but without further ado, uh, make sure you have your questions in the chat as well. It is an interactive podcast. We do have people come in and ask questions from the chat. So make sure you do that. Um, but without further ado, let's bring in the minister, Mars rocket. What's up, man. What's up, bro? No, I'm, I'm excited. And listen, we were talking off camera I absolutely love the ghost shirt I'm a huge ghost fan myself I almost (laughs) wore my ghost shirt today But I was gifted by a t-shirt By someone on the scene Dylan Mesh gave me a a nice t-shirt and a sticker He delivered it to my house personally So he is a sweetheart So I'm rocking some Dylan Mesh merch For my boy here today Um, In the chat already, HTW Network says A-Rocket, and they said Facing Mike Skyros July 2nd For the HTW title
1: I ain't gonna lie, I'm excited for that. I was bummed out, you know. I was a little ticked off. You seen how I walked this master about when he wasn't there, but I'm I'm glad he's a little a little better now, so I can put him back out of commission. I'm taking that belt, man. It's been a long time yeah. coming. I keep whooping this boy over and over. I'm getting tired of it. <laughs>
0: so you want that title? You want that title? Both. members on this podcast both were guests now now you're officially an abj podcast guest so i'm excited to see it as well and and that will be at uh, smash master show in july 2nd Mm -hmm. yeah it's gonna be sick all right well let's let's get the 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 obligatory first question out of the way here rocket when did you fall in love
1: with professional wrestling
0: what's your earliest memory of saying like this is this is my niche this is what i
1: love i so i might be wrong on a pay-per-view but Survivor Series 2002, Kane and Shane McMahon. You remember he was like, like Kane was out here tweaking. He, he hit the tombstone his mom. He electrocuted him. You know he got kicked in fire came back. I thought that was the realest thing ever. So me seeing that, I was like, yo, who is this guy? And then Shane McMahon was just a superhero to me. I was like, he, you can't kill him. You can't stop him. So from that match on, I was like, ah, uh, nah, this this is the realest thing ever. The Hurricane. Yeah, it was just once I seen Shane McMahon and Kane feud, and I was a kid, I was like hooked from that. And then the hurricane, I legitimately thought was real as a superhero. That's <laughs> the whole different story, but I thought he was real.
0: <laughs> I love that. I love that. I, it's so fun asking that question. I think a lot of podcasts just ask it to ask it, or they hear it from me and ask it. But, uh, <laughs> throw a little shade here today but it's fun to hear what generation someone came from or like, like, I don't think there's many people who would say Shane McMahon was their first introduction to professional wrestling. Like, that's crazy (laughs) to think about.
1: People (laughs) go and hate, but that coast to coast was something different for me as a kid. I was like, Oh, he can, whatever that was, it was just something like the most devastating move ever to me. And that's how I knew like, when I used to jump on my grandma's chair, I used to do that move put the chair up on my little cousin or like put the pillow coast to coast. I just fly across the chair.
0: <laughs> so you were a high flyer from the beginning.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I, I thought I was Jeff Hardy. <laughs> it wasn't even like I thought I was going to be a wrestler. It was just anytime I was wrestling or playing the games, I was the smallest growing up. So I always picked Tajiri, Rey Mysterio. And it was like Tajiri's one I of my usually, favorites. Yeah. Just a bust off kick was always guy. one of my finishers. The, the poison mist was like, I, I, I want yeah. to do it, but you know, that's going to take Please. a lot of convincing after 2020. <laughs> that's very true, too. It, it can come back, it can come back. But the poison it, mist it is one of my back. favorites. I loved it.
0: So, fun fact I'm a huge Masha Mark, right? I love me some Masha. Masha <laughs> did a poison. The first time I ever really seen Masha wrestle was uh, Camp Leapfrog. And she poisoned Mist during that match, and I was like, "I'm sold. This is my favorite wrestler <laughs> of all time. I just, I like if someone poisoned Mist, I'm, I'm all about it. I love the Mist. I think it's so underrated. I,
1: I, I love. And it is so underrated. I think it's, yeah. if you use it wisely and like if you really, how people use a low blow. If you poison Mist, that would freak me out because it's like, where'd you get that from? Yeah.
0: It's, just,
1: it's, it's and, and it's so one of those unexpected. things too. It's
0: like if you know, you know. But if you don't okay. know, and someone's watching for the first time, they're like, they're blown away by it exactly (laughs) yeah so good so much fun um yeah so i i going back to kane too man i remember his his debut like i remember watching that pay-per-view live i would see i grew up with sean mark as you could tell what all my sean stuff um but Mm -hmm. yeah a huge sean guy so when sean when kane made his debut i was like what the hell is this like yeah it's fun that's fucking dope um Yeah so you said the video games were a big thing And then just Mm -hmm. watching it through there When did you start finding out life outside of WWE Did you ever like Growing up I'm not sure where you grew up But but did you find the independent scene Or was that something that came later
1: So I didn't know about the independence really I grew up Honestly I did martial arts And then I didn't know I could dance You know the Michael Jackson game that came out I was like huge on it And then I did like a talent show at school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a talent show at school. It basically put that together with some friends. And then come to find out, there was a recruiter for a dance team. So I ended up becoming like a ballet dancer, a break dancer. Had to do all styles of this like dance school, and then wow, that's how I kind of got the (laughs) jody. Yeah, how much?
0: How much of learning the dance and the ballet and stuff learned how to do body control for wrestling.
1: Oh uh, man, I, I danced for half my life. So even when I was like not on the dance team, I still was doing background dancing for music videos or street dancing. I'm flexible. So at the end of the day, it's like, I could get up right now and do something, but I'm not. <laughs> but that's yeah. how it is. It's like uh study capoeira. Those things just kept me mobile before like, but I wasn't like, I didn't know about the independence. I just knew about WWE, TNA. I learned about the independence honestly as I got involved in it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen things like when I was people gonna hate me, but when I did backyard, of course I watched people and I was like the independence was I don't think what backyard is a is. bad
0: thing to claim. I, I everyone has to start somewhere, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it and, and wrestling school can be expensive. And if backyard is your first introduction, then there's nothing wrong with that.
1: And that's what it was. Everything was expensive and far. I live in Philadelphia and not many schools that uh aren't canceled or open, you feel me? So I couldn't really do nothing about it. You would have been, if if
0: that school didn't go through with its thing, you would have been a tailor-made fit for that place.
1: So once I started, you know, I I met my backyard friends. I didn't have any friends that met them. And then over time, it was just like we got involved into the school because we met people that seen us and was like, hey, you should actually do the training. We see that y'all want to do this. Like, take these mats, take them home. Cut these ropes. Come to the school. We want, you, we want you to do this the right way, and that's what we decided to do. Who, who to was the one to give
0: it? you that advice?
1: Matt Tremont. <laughs>
0: Tremont. So and Tremont Daddy seen you in it. the backyard and, and told you come through.
1: Seen us in the yard, and he told us straight that's up, crazy, like, dude. I need you to come to the school. <laughs> and once we did that, now look at us. Uh, I started with. I, I'm, I'm so curious. Vegas.
0: How did how did Tremont find out about you guys? Just social media, YouTube. <laughs> that is awesome, yeah, like, dude. Just... I I already love Matt Tremont. That makes me love him more. That he's actively looking like, like he's seen something in all of you guys, which is sick. Like, I remember like going to H two O, and obviously it's. I, I was always sold to me as just the deathmatch place, and then I went and seen you wrestle and a bunch of other people. I'm like, oh, he's doing more than just the deathmatch. Like he's he's helping all forms of professional wrestling come out of this school. I I absolutely H2O. I will tell you this right now: the summertime is is hell. That is the hottest building I've ever been in in my entire life. When you do commentary, you, know you have to me, go man. up. You have to go up a ladder, and you're and it's hotter even up there i was i was i almost died in that building um but it's always going to be a special place in my heart because it was the first place that we got to take camp leapfrog from camp to a venue so i that's that's a special place in my heart and tremont was so welcoming to everybody who came in that day and then it was the place i got to see iwtb 100 and that that show will always go down to me as my my favorite independent wrestling show of all time because so much of the independent scene was then that torch was passed for the people who were on TV to like this next generation of people. And it was just, it was a very magical show and H2O was at the home of that. And uh, I love it so much. Like, I just love that venue. I love Tremont. I love his attitude and how he goes about everything. It's just, it's a, it's a great place.
1: No, it definitely is. That's my home, man.
0: So, um, what was it like going to a place like H2O? Obviously they are they do the deathmatch and the crazy shit, but also like how how did how did that fit how did your style fit into that and how did they cater to your style to help bring the best out of you?
1: So first going there, like I, I wasn't really big on oh and deathmatches not even gonna lie. So like I couldn't even watch them. It scares I, like, the shit out of me. Yeah, it was like, whoa, what is this was a lot to take in, but over time you get used to it and like I kind of get excited, there seeing the toys and putting them together in the contraptions. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm still not a huge or doing it, -it, but, like, for my school. Not taking a light tub any
0: any, any, any time soon?
1: I mean, I've done light tubes are fun. I'm not going to lie. But, like, thumbtacks, bar bar, all that, nah. I mean, this weekend we have the deathmatch event, but (laughs) I'm not going to lie. It's the actual anniversary of me joining H2O's The School, the 24th. That's the day like me, Vega, and Duncan Leem signed our name down to become professional wrestler, like to start training. So yeah. we go going wild out and it's a full metal airstrike. And if you don't know what that is, that's my match. That's that's my specialty. So whatever I kind of wanna do that day is all fair game. So if I wanna bring a door in with a couple of spikes on it, I'm like, hey, today's a tables match.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it
1: depends. I might hang some ropes up. And no, just keep an eye out for that. That's gonna be IWTV.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely watch it. I, I, my IWTV subscription is off right now just because times are tough for your boy. But uh, <laughs> I cannot wait to get it back because I have to get catch. Up. I have to catch up on so much. I feel like I've been letting the scene down because I haven't been watching, or uh, I lost a lot of bookings because I can't keep my sh- my my yap shut, and I don't want to work with weird people. So I, I lost a lot of opportunities, but. You know, you stand for your morals. We're kind of the same boat. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but it happens. You know what I mean? But when you're talented, I think you're the cream. Right, the cream rises to the top. You know, as they say, a wise man <laughs> once said who ate Slim Jims. But um, how how did the name and the moniker and the character of who Rocket is come about? What where do you pull from? How did how did that how did the name come? The nickname.
1: So when I joined backyard wrestling, um said what's your name and you know my shoot name is very weird so people couldn't stick and remember it or say it right so I'm talking to my best friends who I grew up with and I called one of my little brother and he's like you know i always seen you as a rocket you're going straight to the top like you're not ricocheting he bounced all over the place no you're going to the top you're you're you should be like a rocket so from that point on my little brother called me rocket when I was like 19 I was like bet I came back the next day to the backyard thing my name is Rocket. They're like, all right, bet. And then when I went to training for wrestling, and when people were like, what's your name? I said, Rocket. They're like, okay, whatever. And then they see me and they're like, that is your name. You're keeping it. So once yeah. they got to debut and stuff, they're like, you're not changing. What else? It's nothing to do. So I just stuck with it.
0: <clears throat> yeah. It's, it's, I, I was in the same boat when you came out. Uh, first time I seen you was a, well, first time I seen you, seen you, you were in a multi-man match and I forgot everybody in that show because it was a brewery show and I was drinking mm-hmm. alcohol, um, but you wrestled in a brewery show in Pottsville and then I went back and re-looked at the footage and I was like, holy crap, this, this kid was doing crazy dives to just concrete for no reason, just killing himself. It was sick. Uh, it was a great match. And then I seen you at, at a GCW Settlement Series show because me and we, at H2O and you blew me away like absolutely blew me away and i like you did a whole bunch of crazy shit but the thing that got me was your frog splash you you, like you frog splash but then you like vince carter dunked like act like you dunked between (laughs) your leg and and like listen there's amazing frog splashes in the world there's you know montez ford has an amazing one because he gets so high and um, guerrero's is good ricochet prince puma whatever you want to call him like there's a lot of really good frog splashes but like I, I honestly think Montez has probably one of the best in the industry, oh. and yours yours rivals him, which is insane what? to think. Of. I really do think so. I think like the way you did the the Carter thing, like, and then like you splash, and then the way you control your body after it to flip yourself back, it's it's beautiful. It's the coolest frog splash I've ever seen in my life. And from that moment forward, I was like, yo, this kid is going places. Like, that, and then the, how you just said the rocket going to the moon. I was like. I agree with it and and how you're saying the breakdancing and stuff like your body control like the only other people I've seen on this TV that we watch all the time who has insane body control like you do is like the John Morrison's the ricochets like everyone we just the Montes has forward where they can just it seems like they define gravity where they change direction in midair or con, like when your body hits it seems like you take zero impact it's just it's super impressive what you're
1: able to do it's it, it's crazy because I don't even think I write well to like R V D and that's too like I study when it comes to a, a frog splash. Like yeah. You see, it looks like he gets shot in the stomach after he takes it. So I feel like I feel like I should ricochet off somewhere. Like I'm I don't weigh that much, you know. I'm a Lincoln mm-hmm. fella, so if I'm gonna jump on you and bounce off, I feel like I should have that launch off or something just to get yeah. that to show how impactful the jump was, at least, you know, stuff just smushing you. Uh yeah. no, I think I think it's just I think it adds more to it. Some people may hate it, but like it's extra. It don't make sense, but I think it adds that little, that little, that little comic effect, you know, like I, I totally I like agree. To be extra.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree. I liked how you come off it and then like bounce off and then like catch yourself with your arms. And like, like I, I just, it, it. I think it makes it look better. And there's, there's another thing about your style too, that I really enjoy that I've seen over like with smash master and high tension, all the places is a lot of guys who are the high flyers, sometimes they get caught up in what's my next spot what's what's the next thing i'm doing that's going to wow the crowd and do the flip thing you know what i mean and there's a lot of people old school people who who shit on that style of wrestling and i think it's stupid because there's a place for everything but i think what makes you stand out even in in that yeah. aspect too is you don't forget there's a crowd there like even though you're doing the crazy flip you still have ring psychology you still have we're telling a story here i need to take a moment here to play to the crowd i need to take cuz there's people who do a crazy thing and then just go right back into the match and, and don't let that moment of let the crowd soak in what they just seen. Like You do a crazy spot and you let it breathe for a second. You know what I mean? Like I'm not not like the Young Bucks where they hit a Canadian story into six six super kicks and it's just one after another, one after another, one after another. You you give it time to breathe and, I, and you space things out properly and you structure matches very well for even being a year in the game. And, I, and, I, and that's only going to get better with time and working with so many different styles as you're going to learn more about that but being so new to it, I think that's what's making you definitely stand out.
1: Honestly, from day one, I was told uh, from Preacher, Speedball, Jadella, they all said the same thing when it came to me doing a flip in a match or something. They're like, it's going to take you time, but taking that moment. It's going to mm-hmm. take you time, but taking that moment. I was told that if I was going, if I felt like I was going too slow, I should slow down. You know, like, those things resonated with me over time, so when it comes to it, I also tried to not force myself to fit wrestling because growing up, I was not a a D1 wrestler in high school or nothing like that. I was a dancer. So, the way someone would call a match, I would count a match. The way someone would remember their spots, I remember it as dance steps. So, I had Mm -hmm. to Put myself in a different boat here and be like, no, I have to formulate it so I can understand it better. So, when it comes to entertaining the crowd, I have an understanding that from a dancer's perspective of, I'm not speaking to y'all, but my body language has to be big for y'all to see what I'm doing, because honestly, no one's meaner than the dance world. You'll be seven years old, get a score sheet, you'll win everything, and they'll say, yeah, you're terrible. And you'll be like, what happened? I just swore I won, though. They're brutal. So that kind of puts you in a a stage presence that you want to be in. Like I catch myself ignoring my colleagues backstage on accident because I'm trying to focus or I'm in my stage presence mentality of, okay, the lights are on, the music is playing. I'm about to go out there do my thing. And then when I come back, I'm back to normal, like nothing happened. Uh So it really comes from the dancer side of just thinking, and honestly just all the advice i received i've really taken in a lot of people blow off a lot of advice I, i will ask you to repeat yourself seven times so i make sure i got it down because was like please tell me these things because you are somewhere that i want to be you were somewhere i want to be so one day i want to be able to be in these positions y'all would be able to do, like walk down impact walk down aw walk down wwe those are just the things i want to do so i want to be able to impress y'all in different ways and show y'all that i'm not just a flippy guy i get those oh uh, man i get this all the time i'm just a flippy guy but i want to show y'all that i can tell a story i can work there's times that sometimes i psych y'all out i won't flip until the end of the match sometimes i'll ask y'all how many flips i did five i'll tell y'all i'll do two today on purpose and purposely do two and work the whole match wrestling and still impress you
0: yeah well there was something recently announced uh, besides this high tension match coming up for the high, t- high tension title. Uh, there's a match coming up in uh, this beautiful place. I like to call the sanctuary and uh, you, you are working someone who um, is, is scary in this industry and someone who uh, I, I think is a, an amazing opponent for you. Um, Cause I, like their goal is to incapacitate you and not let you be the flip guy. Uh, will there be ropes? Who knows? We don't know. Um, I think this matchup coming up, I think if people want to see another side of you, I think this is a great opportunity to do so because I think this is an opportunity for you to showcase something that maybe you haven't showcased with other people. Um, He will be on this Thursday. So I'll, I'll ask him some, some questions as well, but um, it's a match that I've wanted since both of you's entered the sanctuary and that's you and Prince Ahmed. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. That's going to be absolutely crazy where how you said there, like almost you came off with the, um, like the John Jones mentality. I don't know if you follow MMA or anything, but John Jones will say, how can this guy, like he'll tell the media, how do you think this guy can beat me? What's his best option to beat me? And people are like, Oh, he has knockout power. So John Jones will stand in the pocket and fight a guy for five rounds at his strength, just to prove he can beat him. And and like yeah. how you just said, like I'm more than a flip guy. Like I can take on different styles, I can take on different opportunities. I can take like I'll I'll purposely take away something that makes me special to prove that I can do something else. And 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 being like how you said, you're coming up on a year in it, man. That's 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 a good mindset to have.
1: Keep in mind for Prince I met, I want him to keep in mind something. At age 12, I walked to Matt Tremont and told him to his face one day. I'm not a bitch. He laughed and was like, what do you mean, Rocky? What's going on? And I said, you know what? I I see what y'all do here. Hardcore, deathmatch, all those banners, I want every one of those motherfuckers to respect me. So I asked those, like, you know what? Anytime, any place, I'll do it here. So that shows how willing I am to prove that point. I said that John Jones mentality. So when it comes to him wanting to just subdue me, be like, oh, I don't got no rope so good. This is my type of match. I can wrestle. My tag team partner is a submission machine. You don't think he kicks my ass? <laughs> Trust me, I'm prepared for this. I, I study my opponents. I don't, I'm not one of the people that's like um oh, books for this. I will sit there and actually pull up your clips and watch you and sit there and be like, okay, I will text you. You don't gotta like me. You can love me. I will sit there and be like, hey, let's do this. If not. We'll get in there and do what we got to do. As simple as that. It's, it depends how you want to take it. But Prince Ahmed, I promise you, I'm going to give you the fight of your life. I already see what you can do with the leg German. Oh, man, I'm prepared. It's, it's so many things I was already just, like, looking at. And it's like, oh, man, I want to. I wanna grab his foot, do this, spin him around, pick him up, roll him, through. And it's just like, yeah, people gonna be like, all that action is just so you can hit him. And I'm like, yup. and I'm gonna super kick him and still slap my thigh at end. What's up?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it honestly like what you just said about studying tape and, and texting your opponent and working things out um is so special. And that's that's where I feel like this next generation of talent is that's where you're gonna shine. Because a lot of people, I mean, let's be let's pull the curtain back a little bit. They have a match, they're veterans, they've been doing it for a couple years, and then they show up and they say that oh, just call it in the ring, kid. And those matches are fine and they're very talented. And a lot of those matches go off pretty well. But when you when you look at some of the younger guys in the scene and you're you think to yourself, like, what makes them stand out? Why was that match so good? It's because you guys take it to a different level and use modern technology to your advantage of <laughs> tape study and follow following people and checking what they do and like messaging them and like like i i that that's so it excites me so much more to see this match finally happen and and i didn't know that it was in the works and i remember i just kind of like messaged somebody privately and i was like hey you know there's two people here that should probably square up sometime and then his response was i'm already ahead of (laughs) you um so yeah i'm very excited for that matchup um I think that's going to be that's going to be art man it's going to be a great great thing and i think it's no, going to be something no, that uh, footage that i think you can send out to people and be like oh here's here's rock in a submission technical match you know what i mean like it's going to be fun
1: no i definitely if he if they really if they want to make it a submission match i am 100 percent down i i will show y'all that i can work i i will show you i will give you a submission match there's no ropes now, so. Possibly, I, I don't mind it either way. I'll throw on my Muay Thai gear. I, I'll take it back if I got to.
0: That'd be kind of dope if you walked out with Muay Thai gear. That'd be kind of sick if you changed I, your gear for that one I the show. Like, I'm, I'm here I'll for a fight. Out. That'd be sick.
1: That'd be sick. <laughs> I would sick. let him know.
0: That'd be sick, sick, sick. Um, so what has your experience been like coming to the sanctuary? Um, seeing, seeing, you know, everything online and, um. And 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 being like, well, what, what what like what was your driving force to go check that place out? And and how has your experience been since being
1: there? you can I've be honest. Seen clips of the people who just posted the cinematography. I've always seen clips, but what really convinced me was Hawthorne's entrance. The camera, it was it was the craziest thing ever, and I was like, nah, I gotta get up there. So I instantly hit them up, hit up Hawthorne, and I started asking people like. Who do I gotta go to about this? Once I got the main information, and I was like, "All right, I'm going." And I experienced it. I was like, "That was crazy." I started telling all my wrestling buddies. I told Junie Underwood, Duncan Lee That's how the Lost Boys end up there. I was like, "No, we're going." I love there it. To I told Salim and them. So I just was like, everyone has to experience this this safe haven of of where you go just work art and have fun. That it's safe. That everything was padded. So it's just it felt like somewhere you could really practice your things and work on your moves. Uh
0: Oh. Oh, we didn't lose him here. Rocket might have blasted off. Hold on. Give him a second here. Um yeah, uh while while he's away for a second. The the sanctuary is a bit ba- amazing, the safety. Oh, hold on. The, the sanctuary him. is a bit ba- amazing, the safety. Oh, hold on, I hear
1: him. There we go. Oh.
0: Okay. Okay, bud a, yep, no, a it, little bit of back you up. want to leave and come back in the same legal work the same legal work all right we'll give him a moment the reset there but yeah sanctuary is is insanely safe and and, and it is, is about your safety and and making sure you can go in there and train and and do things uh and try new things out but it also you know if you take it seriously and you think of a storyline or you come on a first Friday or you prove yourself it can be could be a very useful place to get some good footage as well as a a really fun experience and I think I think the team that we have in place at the sanctuary is unlike it's ever been before Um, with the you know the past season nine guys in this new season and just the people who are involved in it now I just think it's 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 better now than it's ever been. And I'm and more people I think are seeing that and coming through and experiencing it. And uh, I think it's insanely special, um, to, to have, to be a part of the sanctuary now. And the doors are open for everybody, man. Keep an eye on first (laughs) Friday shows. You can come through on a first Friday. And I like to think of first Friday shows as like, um, open mic night for professional wrestling. You can kind of just come through and be like, can I get this match? And they'll be like, yeah, if you guys can put something together, go for it. And it's a lot of fun. And you can just kind of roll through on a Friday night and, uh, Get some cool work in, and get an amazing entrance. Can you hear me?
1: Yep, I can hear you. All right, we're all good. Check, now.
0: check, perfect. All right, so what we, we were saying about being safe and working there and bringing your friends.
1: Oh uh, yeah, it just honestly, it just was like a, a a safe haven to like practice your stuff. I've seen people practicing dives there, and I was like, that's actually like, really cool. No one really. Does that at uh, lots of places. They don't really be like, hey, let's practice a dive and really we'll catch you with a suicide real quick. So it was like pretty cool to see how big on safety they really were. So as a high flyer, it just made me a little more comfortable to be like, okay, I could try practicing my stuff here and see that if I'm more comfortable, then I pull it out in other places.
0: Yeah. Um, also, too, it was really cool to see is like a lot of the guys that were there early because you got there pretty early, which I thought was a cool thing, too, because a lot of people kind of show up like they Most people show up like very close to their match time or over call time. Um, Mm -hmm. But you came very early. And I think a lot of the young guys who are aware who you are that are new trainees of Sanctuary uh, were like, hey, they were picking your brain a little bit. They're like, yo, can you teach us how you do some of your high flying things? And they pulled the mats out and you were very, very gracious with your time to be like this is things I do or things that you could try out, or you were working with Zach Sander and a bunch of other people who are hungry, who want to get better. And I I, I just think it's a beautiful place that people come together and, and help each other. Um, and that's kind of where my next question leads into you is, you know, you're obviously H2O is your home and and it's, it's an amazing place to be, but like, how do you navigate looking at like, Hey, if I go to this school for a couple, just just, just to get a couple sessions in, or I see like, um i hate to use an mma reference again but like this fighter has something i like he has a good right hook or he has a good kick how do you navigate like i'm gonna go to this school just for a couple do a couple training sessions so i can work with this guy like are are you about that have you done that is there any schools on your list that you would like to go and maybe pick the brain of some people because they may have something that you couldn't get not not get somewhere else but you specialize in because you've done the tape study to learn about them
1: i definitely get what you mean uh there's definitely tons of schools. I would definitely like to go by like Nightmare Factory and stuff like that. Uh, Monster Factory too, and more so to be able to 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 get a, a foot in the door to be able to work shows too. Also to be able to sh- showcase my talent there to show them that I could be able to do things there too. So yeah. it's honestly to expand my radius of shows and places to work at, so, so people can see like I said that I can actually go. I this year i've really been traveling more and going out more so i've been trying to do that so it i i will see usually clips of people training and stuff and then i'll hit them up like and ask like is it just a school or do you showcase talent by having shows and stuff and i ask about booking opportunities and then if it's a packed roster i'll still see about okay what are ways i can help uh what days do i run okay let's see if i can get a car load and see we go up or even if i do manage to an opportunity for school i still ask like hey i got like four people i'm going to possibly bring with me and i'll hit like a couple students up from h12 like hey what are you doing this date you should go up there or even if i can't make it it's like, hmm, i think you should definitely go up there you you probably like it you told me that you've told me about this work you want to face well he graduated from here so there you go at least
0: yeah that that is i think is so important as well as just sometimes just get in the car and go on a show and if you're even if you're not scheduled to work um yeah you know I, to this day i still i mean i not as much now because i don't have a car but like i like to go to shows that i'm not even being used and sometimes you know if you if you carry some weight and people respect what you're doing or they like what you're about there's sometimes you may show up and if your gears in the car you might get an opportunity to work that show like hey we have a scrambler or we didn't have a scrambler but if you sick show up we'll throw one on and see what you guys can do. That happens all the time. There's been times where I've showed up and they're like, you want to do commentary or you want to, you want to do a backstage thing? And I'm like, yeah, let's, let's figure it out. Um, So that's, that, I think that's super important for younger talent to hear is just like get a car full, go to a show. And even if you're not used, just support, just showing up that and supporting a show will probably get you a booking the next time they throw one.
1: Yeah. It's definitely good to show up and definitely help out.
0: Yeah. So who are some people on the scene that you haven't that you that you've worked that if if you were saying to seek out a match of you working somebody who would be some of those matches for the listener to seek out and 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 uh, consume those those matches
1: uh like who I've worked already that like people should definitely look out for yeah, yeah. mhm um definitely definitely andre polino definitely um he's definitely really good um wow, so many there's people who I haven't faced. I'm like, I already look out for it. Cause I, I'm, I'm trying to get matches with them. Um,
0: That's coming up next. That's coming up next.
1: <laughs> I want to, I want to say like my homeboys for sure. Like I faced them so many times, like Duncan lean like he's the funniest person I know. And on a microphone, there's not a lot of workers, young talent that will grab a microphone or want to talk for half an hour straight. And he will talk to the point where we will be like, take it home. Come on, man, get it for the down Like, he's one of the greatest I've worked. Um, Brian Nail, Cecilio Vega, like, people that's underrated. JB Anderson. um, Even though I haven't gotten, like, full matches with certain people, like, better way out stuff, some people have definitely, like, kept me safe, I feel like. Or, or, like, I felt comfortable around to want to work more. Um, Leroy Robinson. I know I was just saying h people, but it's just like, these are people who are just like, young and hungry that people were like looking over and not looking at so i want people to look at these people ryan redfield mm-hmm. it's like it's they're they're ryan redfield like these people are definitely slept on they i definitely would say a lot of people that you'll see shining in, the, in these now but they got enough of it Sorry, yeah. man, man. <laughs> yeah. like, we we about to come see y'all soon
0: Uh, you know what i Um, i love as well um that h2o has done in the past and they've done it at places like psycho circus and a lot of other places where h2o will say hey let's do a collaboration show like let's do h2o versus this school where you bring your best guys we bring our best guys and we do like a forbidden door indie style and and i mean it's kind of hard it's kind of weird to say that because like guys do travel and go place to place but it is it is a different vibe like, it's been done at the Sanctuary, too, where you had, like, the Johnny Rods Walker clan guys come in and take on the Sanctuary guys. Like, if you roll up with your H2O guys, it's like H2O versus Sanctuary. Like, on commentary, you put over, like, H2O is another place that you can train if you're in the Jersey area. Like, I I just think those shows are a lot of fun, and they're great ways to get talent to cross-pollinate and, and learn from each other. Because that 15, 20, 30 minutes that you have backstage putting your match together you learn from those things and that that's what makes you who you are as a wrestler as your career progresses is taking those hours to put together a match and then go and doing the match and then talking about the match after and then collaborating with the alaka room and being like yo what did you see what do you think and like those are magical special moments and the more that you can do that and get people together uh, and 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 work that kind of stuff is really good um yeah I agree. American American runs and and Duncan did kill it this weekend. Duncan was very very entertaining. He he definitely popped the crowd a bunch just by talking in the ring.
1: Yup, then that and I'm telling you, look out for him. People, people. Uh, these are people I want to open a door for. Like look, Duncan Boo, versus listened, Sean Pratt. Fun.
0: I just said it. Let's make that happen.
1: Right, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> but like. Jay bougie I worked him in the settlement series, and then like after that, that was that was probably the first encounter I had with him. I've seen him in a couple bookings, and then from point on, he became one of my closest friends. Like looked out for me, so it's like these are people that like I wish the best for in the business. It's like I want to mm-hmm. walk in a performance center, you know that little picture they take one, one like look over and be like, wait, are y'all here? Like I would be see one of those moments, like that would just make my day.
0: Yeah, who are some people on the scene? That you haven't worked, that you want to. Now you can go wild. Uh,
1: <laughs> Billy Starks, Nick Wayne, but that's about to be impossible. They 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 about to be up out of here in a second. <laughs> I don't think it's impossible. Uh, uh man, Larry Lazard, Teriyaki, um, man, Nikolai White. I haven't got him yet. Um, even though it's people that like, I'm, I'm really cordial and really cool with as shows. It's like, I haven't gotten a chance to even face them. Um, I want to rematch with, with speedball, man, <laughs> for some reason, that was, that was really fun. I'm another one. Uh, like I want to be able to show him some improvement, you know, like go through the list again and be like, all right, like be able to go back to Janella, be able to go back to Mercer, and be like, all right, I got you now. Like the, the first time,
0: like that's a you're talking you're talking about you were you work those guys and you're in year one. That's that's impressive, man.
1: It's sad, like I'm trying
0: <laughs> Yeah, that I, I mean, like in your first year of your career, you've worked guys who are would be considered top echelon indie guys, and like. Some of those names are guys who have t- tasted impact who have tasted AEW have been there and have seen that side of the, of the spectrum and you've got to work them your first year of your career. That's, that's good. That's awesome. That's real. Like yeah. if that's, if, 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 if four days is your year anniversary of signing paperwork to H two Oh, and and that's already your list of talent you've worked bro. Year two is going to be crazy.
1: <laughs> I'm trying like it. It, it did. It did come out of nowhere. With it, like it, I had to be patient. Like everyone tells you, you don't really de- deserve wrestling. Wrestling deserves you know you. So it's one of the things mm-hmm. where I had to understand what that meant and take my time. So I'm grateful for everything, honestly. Like honestly, how it went. Just even, like even with stuff coming up, y'all don't know about that. Like like I'm telling you, man. I, it's stuff that that is coming up that I'm just excited to even be a part of because of what wrestling has done for me. And I've never would have expected this and never just it yeah, is never would expect. I'll get to meet so much of these people in the business that I get to work with or just collab with so many people are friendly, just like you or any other people I meet in the interviewer space or just in a work industry.
0: So this is the one I'm, this is the one I'm clipping here. This is the match. Um, a booker needs to make this happen. This needs to be a match. He's on the scene right now. He's someone I respect very greatly. And I think, for I, 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 me, this is a dream match: High Flyer versus High Flyer. You versus Lince Dorado.
1: Ooh, ooh that'd be tough.
0: I need that. That'd be tough. Uh, yeah, you, you have your stable. There's another stable out there called uh, the Miracle, the Miracle Generation. Uh, that would be. It. There's a lot of really talented guys there. Um, Ichiban is out there. Like, there's some. I, I'm a huge I'm a huge boomer Hatfield fan. He's he's a little flyer, he likes to fly around, but also tells really good stories. That would be amazing as well. Oh, Tina said I would love to see more promos from Rocket. People want to see those, those 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 before match <laughs> trash talking s- promos. Let's get that going.
1: So those those honestly I'd be honestly a little agitated in those moments. I'm not gonna lie, like those promos I I, I actually have to sit there and think about like what's going on because I get actually really pressed and be like you know what man now nah, nah, I gotta talk about this because sometimes it'll be like I gotta I gotta say something because like a lot of people yes I sit quietly but I purposely do that because mm-hmm. I like I like the actions speak louder than words I know eventually I have to speak but I feel like the time will come when I really have to speak and and break you down the size so if it comes to it then it'll be like all right now I gotta get on camera but nah i i think i enjoy what i get into dale the promos mm-hmm. i i think about them i definitely try to get them out like i try to it's just it really depends like i said i usually be agitated so if i'm not really upset at it or nothing, i'm just like hey guys got a match coming up <laughs> you know yeah,
0: yeah, yeah but like you know
1: <laughs> someone takes me off i'm like all right man now i gotta drop you because we're not doing this yeah uh,
0: Gears Akai, he's from the KC scene. He said, "I'd love to see you in uh his KC scene and take on uh Kenny Alfonso." Hope I said that.
1: Oh correctly. yes, oh yes. There's a couple of people actually. Um, he's, so there's another person. Um, Joe Lando. Yo, you KC scene, insane. I want to work him so bad, yo. He made it to America. For- a gcw for like a weekend and i i think i had h2o that weekend and i was like dag I, or he got injured or something i'm trying to remember but it was like we were trying to hang and i was like bro i really want to work him so bad
0: yeah uh, so we're getting close to that time. We're at the 45-minute mark, so we are getting close to the end here. So if anyone in the chat, thank you everyone who who's hanging out and watching. Make sure you hit those like shares, um, and make sure if you're listening on the audio platform, you, you get that five-star review on Spotify. Where well, there is a thing on there as well where you can say hey, what do you thought, th- what did you what did you think of this episode? Uh, please leave a review in there. That that helps out a lot on Spotify. The more people go on Spotify and write those little things in, that helps a lot. So uh, question time, get them out, and we'll we'll have some fun here. Tina says, I'd love to see a Him with TJ Epics or Trey Felipe, dude, that'd be a good one. TJ Epics is very good, that'd be
1: a dope one. Definitely, TJ Epics would be dope. That would definitely be dope.
0: Yeah, I that that'd be really cool. Um, here you go, precious Ruby Reno in the chat. What conditioning and training does Rocket do to stay ready to launch?
1: (laughs) Honestly, you do yes, yes, go to trading. If not, I go to gym. I'm a cardio junkie, so. When, like, when I run on a treadmill, I do it as if I'm calling a match. So I'll go on the treadmill and say, all right, four minutes. And then i am like, all right, I'm expecting six minutes. And then once I get to the six-minute mark, I'm like, let me do my eight-minute match. And I'll stay on and, like, be trying to call the match as I'm there. And next thing you know, I'm probably on there like, all right, 35-minute banger. Let's get it. And then when I'm off, I'm like, I just wait 45 minutes. No ropes. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I'm good. And then I'm like, all right, let's, let's go ahead. <laughs> But I'm honestly mostly cardio. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, how how much stretch. of your
0: style is calling a match beforehand or doing calling stuff on the fly
1: in the ring? Um, honestly, my moves. I feel like I could comfortably call them in the ring. Like even as flippy as they are, I can definitely. I feel comfortable enough to be able to position you and tell you where to stay, so I can do the flip, and you just be there to catch me or stay there. So it really depends like how big the move is. If I, I want you to like catch me standing or so I would say before the match, like, Hey man, how do you feel about this? You know? But for the most part, yeah, I, I'll, I'll give you a good, easy run through. I know some people hate remembering a crap ton of things. So I'll I watch you guys put match to together
0: and I'm like, there's no way I would be able to do
1: that. I call it during the match too. Like I don't, I don't just expect you to be like, all right, remember that good. When we're out there. I, I will talk to you the whole time. Uh, I will not abandon you. I will make sure you know what is coming next. Like if I can't get to you, the ref will tell you something. I'm not. I can't. I I can't abandon you there because I'm not selfish. I don't want to. I don't want to get all my stuff in. I want to make sure that you look good in a match. And we both just sit here during headlights, and no one looks good in that situation.
0: Yeah, there was a match recently with, with the, actually you and Hawthorne where. I don't know how much of it was on the fly or how much of it was just improv on the moment, but you went to do a rope spot and you slipped. And I don't know if it was a slip or if it was part of the, like you had a misstep and he used it to then end the match. And I don't, I don't know how much of that was improv or how much of that was part of it, but I thought it was done so well because it looked like you had it. Like the way we sold it on commentary was you were about to hit him with this big move and that could have been it. And then he turned it into his finisher and landed it. But the way you slipped on the rope, just a hair, it made it like it was just great storytelling, and I, it was a it was a moment for us in commentary to grab a hold of it to be like, oh, Rocket almost had him. He would he could have came in here and beat two top contenders of the Sanctuary, but that one little slip cost him. Like like moments like that where it might have been a mistake. We don't know because we don't know how you guys put it together. But I thought it was done very well.
1: I call matches backwards, so it definitely was part of it. I. I... I've learned that calling them backwards is actually better because if it comes to it, you want to know the finish. At the end of the day, if something goes wrong, you want to know what to be able to get to, or like so many people call a lot of things. It's like the most important is the finish because that is what the crowd is there for. They're there for the climax of the match, even if it's Uh a fuck finish Uh and telling a story to lead on to the next match. They're they're waiting for that, so that's what I'm usually there for is to make sure the finish is perfectly fine. So I'll try to be like, okay, the finish is a choke slam. How are you gonna get me to choke slam? I'm a high flyer, are you gonna catch me in the air? Are you gonna throw me around a little bit? You know, are you gonna get me from down here? I have to figure out what's gonna mess me up as a high flyer so you can get me there, depending on what's your styles too. You know, there's people that's smaller than me in powerhouses and then they'll be they'll be mass wise bigger than me. And then I'm six foot and I'm high flyer, so it'll be guys like that that work in those situations. It will be interesting to see how can I still make him look strong as he is. Like it's like me facing Otis; he's like five three, and I'm, you know, I'm towering him. But I know at, at end of day he could bench press me and sleep.
0: hmm It's using your opponent's strengths to their advantage to make them look just as good as you. You want to make yourself look good.
1: I feel like it's in. Im- when well, you know how people go in there and then, like, they'll just call their stuff that they want to get in? I feel like it's important to take in consideration to call bumps you should take or volunteer some things. Like, if I'm working an opponent and his finisher is a pedigree, I think it would be cool to possibly But like, you know what, I think I could sell a good pedigree. You know what, you want to give me a pedigree today? Is that, like, your finish? Or, you know, like, I think mm-hmm. it's considerate to... To be able to know your opponent or at least ask them, like, hey, what are some of your strong moves? Because I want to see what I can make look strong. If your strong move is a super kick, I want to make sure I make that look strong instead of selling it like a normal one, you know? So yeah. I try to take that into consideration when I'm facing people like, okay, what are some of your moves? Because you have to do at least two or three of them now. Like, we got to. Mm-hmm. And I will throw my body across this map just so you could get it out of your system. I want it to look great. I'll spike here and there for you. So I, I want people to see that wrestling isn't just about getting your moves. I think it's, I think the people are watching, you're selling more than watching your cool shit, honestly. Yeah.
0: And just coming back to your roots, it's a 50, 50 dance. You know what I mean? It, you, you, As much as your opponent makes yeah. it look good, you can do the same rocket. I listen, this is a great, I'm going to say this is a great part one because I want part two. I want to dive into more of you as a person and, and, and deep dive you more here. And uh, if you're willing to come back, I would love to have you back sometime in the future. Um, I, I got to get you soon, though, because I don't think you're going to be around much longer. And then I'm going to have to go through agents to get a hold of you soon. Um, I really believe that for you. I seriously do um there's more i want to ask there's more i want to talk about it, like what you do outside of wrestling your hobbies and stuff but we are at the 50 minute mark and i don't want to keep you too long and and you have some stuff you got to get done um but i want to thank you for 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 doing this it means a lot I'm, I'm like i said i'm a fan of what you're doing and just keep killing it uh, i think your attitude the way you conduct yourself you're, you're a megastar man and i'm telling people right now that are listening to this podcast i've been saying it on commentary every single time i've been calling this match. Get Rocket while you can, because Rocket's going to be hard. <laughs> he's going to be a tough commodity in the next two couple years, because he's going to be on your TV. He's going to be that Ox- action action on your AEWs and stuff like that. Like, so enjoy him on the scene while you can, um, as Precious would say. Uh, and, 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 you know, take him for don't take him for granted, because time with Rocket is very precious. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I appreciate you so much. Um, links below to follow rocket on us on Instagram, on Twitter, please. If you're, if you're watching this podcast, go follow him, leave a comment on one of the things, tell him what you what thought of the podcast. Um, and, and keep, keep, keep following him. There also is a Brainbusters Tea T website. You can go grab some rocket merchandise, uh, wear it now I'm telling you, cause pretty soon it's going to say <laughs> W on the bottom of that shirt or WWE. <laughs> um, I'm, you know what? Here's one last question. If you if now I know the answer here is the, the political answer is whoever will have me, right? You're not there's not one over another. But if you look at both of those companies and you think to yourself, like, who would I want to work more? What company would it be the one you'd sign to?
1: Out uh, of AW and WWE.
0: Yeah. Or even Impact.
1: Honestly. I mean, you
0: and a, you and Ace Austin would be a fun one to watch. I'm just saying, John Trotsky. That's uh, that
1: like up. of of course, like. Like I feel like I don't know why. Realistically, it feels more possible for AEW or TNA because WWE has so many like different things that happens every year where it just makes it harder and harder to get there. But I, see, I the think thing you stand
0: that, out enough that you would be an NXT star, and I can do like I can see you in on the e like i really do i like i think people think and i'm this is not a knock to aw but i think it seems more realistic because they 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 love the indie scene a little more but i i honestly i i think wbc's a guy like you man and they drool i i honestly do and and you and ricochet is like my ultimate match of all time like I, are you and montez ford would be two <laughs> matches that i i would pay i'd sell everything i own to see
1: those matches <laughs> <laughs> like i definitely like I feel like WWE because the biggest thing I want to do is have a WrestleMania entrance. I don't have to main event. I don't have to win. I don't have to. I could be pre-show. I don't have to have a big marching band. But the idea of walking down a WrestleMania ramp, you know how long it takes you to get down there? It takes you about 10 minutes. I that thought you were coming be out last year. My life. I heard, heard your music hit. <laughs> See, you know, you know, I ain't going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> I was so hyped seeing that. <laughs> But I was like, oh, I hope I could keep using it. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, get in contact with him. Like, hey, are you cool with this? Hey, can you, can you co-sign me here? Can you can you, be, can me, <laughs> you do me a favor? <laughs> we we've been trying. We've been trying. I've been tagging him and putting every time I you you do an entrance, I try to put it out there for people to see and hopefully get a little Uzi Vert to to see because uh,
1: and to uh, give you that. But he's
0: a huge wrestling fan. You know that, right?
1: yeah man i'm trying yeah. i'm huge uzi fan so it's like come on, he, man. he
0: might people. he might hang out a lot at this suplex vintage wrestling every now and then so i'm just saying
1: i know he doing probably i gotta get up there
0: yeah uh anything in closing you want to get out there you want people to go check out see support
1: uh definitely keep an eye out for this saturday at h2o um Oh man, I forgot the hashtag already. Um, it's the deathmatch tournament. Well, it's not a tournament anymore. It's a death deathmatch event for the students. Um, the last generation event. Please check it out. IWTV will be streaming at eight PM. Um, that's a big event for not only just the school, but like I said, for me, that is the anniversary of me signing to become a professional wrestler. So like, I'm definitely going to have to one up a lot of my my matches. I'm like 107 in. So I definitely got to one up a, a lot of those moments. Like I know a lot of people hate it. Like, oh, you just want to be a viral clip. And it's like, it's not that I just yeah, yeah. want the no, right people do. to see That's it. Exactly. I want the right people. I just want the right people to see it. That's all. So I'm going to do what a I got to do. A guy
0: went viral <laughs> spinning a pizza while wrestling. And he made it. He was on AEW TV for a week. You know what I mean? Like,
1: so it's like, I just want the right people to see it. So once I get these opportunities in places, a lot of people be familiar with me. So it, it won't be that much of a hassle, you know? I noticed that's all it is really is the connection and social status. So I'm trying to keep a good name and a good image, um, staying out the way, honestly, because there's a lot of terrible people out there. So yeah, i am just tried my best to just do what I can do, help people, you know, be positive, honestly.
0: No, I, I think the way you conduct yourself is is brilliant. I think you're doing everything absolutely correct. Um, the way, like everything you talked about today, the way you put matches, the way the other, the way you help talent, and and like I said, you've worked in your first year. Names that people dream over are people who have been in this business twenty some years who have never worked and and you're doing it your first year but then go to a place like sanctuary and work a kid who's even less time in than you are and give him a match if you if you would give the biggest guy in the scene and i i think just the way you conduct yourself and the way you present yourself and the way you do things man i I, like i said i think it's only a matter of time
1: thank you man it's
0: not it's not if it's when it's gonna happen (laughs) just stay positive keep doing everything you're doing and it's going to happen for you i promise just you, you travel outside your bubble, you you put the work in, you put the grind in. I would do more of these, though. I know you said you don't do a lot of podcasts, and I'm thankful that I'm one of the rare ones, you know, be, that has had all this opportunity. But get your name out there, man. Just keep grinding, and uh, you're gonna blow this shit up.
1: Thank you, man. Yeah, I, I lost I'll you. definitely, we lost, do your, a part we two lost two. your camera, but that's okay, I can still hear you. Oh, uh, there you go. No, I definitely, yeah. definitely like we we'll do a part two with you for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I never really. Either I haven't really, like, been offered or at times, honestly, when people ask, I would definitely just, like, be at a show or something. So it'll kind of, like, cross my mind and pass me. And, like, I I hope a lot of people don't get discouraged or, like, upset about that. I'm not being rude and i'll be like bro i'll really yeah. be like i'll be doing something and i'll completely forget and i'll be like oh well, my that, god i'm sorry
0: that's what i try to tell people in this podcast space i think a lot of podcasters go to wrestling shows and they bombard talent with hey i'm a podcaster or hey let's do this or let's set something up and and there's a way to do that but also you have to realize like when you're at a show they're being paid to be part of that show they're being paid to put on a performance they're being paid to get in the right mindset to put a match together like your job as a content creator should be make an impression, but also respect the fact that they're, they're doing a the job as well. This is not a hang-up for them at a wrestling show. So you gotta conduct yourself a certain way.
1: Yeah. Some people can be a little overwhelming with it. And yeah. Yeah, it can get it can be like that for sure. Yeah. So
0: there's your advice from A B J to you podcast <laughs> out there. Uh, but dude, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Um, like I said, part two coming up we're gonna learn about you know what you're into and I, like i said dude you, you wear the ghost shirt i wanted to talk to you for hours about music but i wanted to get this origin story out there and i wanted people to hear about you and and, and hear about you as the person and um like i said man just keep counting it you're fucking doing awesome uh links below for not just abj but for rocket buy some merchandise buy merchandise for both of us you know what i mean wear your abj and Rocket <laughs> shirt. Uh, and and let's let's uh, let's get that support going. Follow us on social media, and we'll see. I'll see you on Thursday at 7 p.m. for uh, the much-anticipated interview, first ever with Prince Ahmed, and you'll be seeing him square up uh, very very soon at the Sanctuary against uh, Rocket here as well. But thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We'll see you next time. Here's some outro music by the Converse Kid, Billy Trey. And if you're a wrestler or a podcaster and you need music, hit this guy up. He's amazing.